0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Then go over to morbidlybeautiful.com as we are now part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network.
1: It has been
2: established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. Have you checked the children? I want to play a game.
3: The box. You opened it. We came. This is the All American Spook Show.
0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the All American Spook Show podcast. I'm Josh. I'm joined here with Donnie. Hey. Will, hey, hey. and the professor Smoke. Up oh, this week, it's my choice, and 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 as we were making our choices, or when I was, you know, deciding on mine, I noticed that uh, we had not watched a movie from this year. I think like the the last one, the most recent one that we had watched earlier, I think it was literally like back in January we watched *Malignant*, and then last October we watched uh, *Halloween Kills*.
3: Yeah, uh, Halloween, *Halloween Kills*. Kills.
0: So those were like the most recent releases that we had watched. So it's been a while. So I decided to go with something really recent, literally uh, released this month, it, at, back at the beginning of August. Uh, so I chose Prey. Sequel, prequel, however you want to frame it, of the Predator franchise. So we'll be getting into that today. Uh, but before we get into that, go ahead and toss out some of the usual information. You can contact us at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, slash rap, Instagram. Uh, you should be able to look down in the uh, show notes for the link tree link to all those things. Uh, or search, you know, All American Spook Show, or uh, at AA Spook Show on most of those, you should be able to find us pretty easily. We have our T Public page where you can get logoed merchandise, other cool designs that we have there. So we encourage you to do that. We have our YouTube page. Uh, once again, the link is down in the link tree, down below, uh, where we have uh, we've kind of shook things up a little bit over there. We we had been for the last year or so doing Deadline Horror News live every Wednesday night, but we stopped doing that. We we still go live. Like matter of fact, we went live mm-hmm. uh, a week or two ago. Uh, over on the channel so we're still going to do live streams it just won't be every week anymore and we've got some other cool stuff coming up including uh we, we haven't really announced this anywhere yet uh, our new series grindhouse gutter where uh smoke or i guess any any one of us but f- you know for the most part since this is kind of uh smoke's area of expertise uh he'll pick a, a grindhouse flick so it could be like you know a horror b-movie type thing like that exploitation Kung Fu, action flicks, you know, that type of stuff that would, that would have played in grindhouses and drive-ins back in the day, and uh, we kind of focus in on one movie each episode over on YouTube, so uh, well, the first one, if it's not out yet, it should be out very soon, so you want to go head over to our YouTube channel for that, check that out, and of course, uh, every month over on our uh, Patreon, which is patreon.com slash AASpookshow, uh, we have Crapster Peace Theater, we have our video mini sewed once a month. That is basically uh, the mm-hmm. library of the professor, and we update some other stuff going on there. Uh, so you don't want to miss any of that. Um, we also, uh, since I mentioned it, uh, patreon.com slash show I want to give a shout-out to a few people that have joined up recently. We have the Hero Movie Podcast. Uh, we have uh, user Stacy. We have our good friend Gordon Shumway over there. Uh, Austin Trunick, author of the uh, you know Canon Film or well, yeah, Canon film guy. I almost blanked on the name of the book, Jesus Christ. And, uh, uh, one of our newest patrons is Raymond Torres. Uh, he gets the spook show VIP treatment over there. So, uh, just wanted to give them a shout out here on the podcast yeah. and, and just know that we definitely appreciate you guys dropping us, uh, some support over on. Patreon. Yeah. Thank you. And that, that helps keep things going, helps us, uh, be able to do some new cool stuff. And, uh, hopefully we can continue to, you know, uh, explode the universe the spook show universe and grow even bigger than we are now. So that's what we got going on. So we encourage you to go check out Patreon.com slash AA spook show. And of course, if you're listening to us on Apple podcasts or Spotify, please drop us a five-star, you know, thumbs up review there that helps uh, get some more eyes and ears on the show. So we will greatly appreciate that too. So, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and get into prey with the trailer right here. Why do you want
1: to hunt? Because you all think that I can't.
3: I saw a sign in the sky. I'm ready. boy,
0: <laughs> Nita.
2: how to hunt, I know how to survive.
0: All right, so there you go. That's the trailer for Prey, uh, which was a Hulu exclusive here in the U.S. I think it like played in Di- on Disney Plus and uh, internationally. So if you're listening to us in some other countries, I think it's on Disney Plus, and there there might be another uh, streaming platform or two. But mm. yeah, th- this wasn't a theatrical release. This was uh, straight to Hulu here in the U.S. I'm assuming that you know for for the purpose of this podcast, had you this was the first time for this recording that you guys had sit down and watched it, all of us. Like yep. you hadn't watched it like a week or two ago, right?
3: Correct. Yeah, I just yeah, I just watched it, you know, this I, one time.
0: I guess uh but before we get into this one, uh, uh smoke, what do you what are your feelings on the Predator franchise
2: leading up to this? Uh well, there's at least one I haven't seen. It it was uh wasn't there one with Predators with an S?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was uh if i not in the
2: third one? Well, well, I don't know where the Alien Predator ones fall into that timeline as far as the order
0: Th- that was uh I the one 2010- was. that, that was predators was the third one I, I, b- before we continue sure. we've got predator the the original from 1987 you've got predator 2 from 1990 then uh you have two crossovers which kind of don't count necessarily in, in the lineage of things alien versus predator in 2004 and then aliens versus predator requiem in 2007 then you return back to the franchise with predators in 2010 and then the most recent one the most recent one before this was the predator in 2018
2: so for me personally i've seen uh, of course the first two and uh i i love absolutely love the first one uh and the second one i mean i like the first one better than the second one but i think they're still they're cool because they're you know you got the first one which is in the jungle isolated kind of thing which you know we'll get to with this movie kind of returns back to that somewhat but uh and part two which is in the city both of those I really love. Now the third one, as far as not counting the Alien Predator movies, I mean I've seen those. Yeah, those are like not too impressed with those. They were okay in some scenes or whatever, but uh, you know, if we're getting back to the franchise, I have not seen Predators with the on that. I think that was Adrian Brody, right? Was in that yeah, one though, I believe. Yep. That one I haven't seen. And the Predator we saw in the theater when it came out, and it was it is is a, a, a somewhat fun popcorn movie. You know, it it, it had its moments, but I didn't really. I didn't like it as much as the more isolated setting of the first movie or even the city setting with Danny Glover in the second movie. This one, I think maybe I like it more when it's just like a single or individual Predator, not so much when it's a whole grouping of Predators and stuff. (laughs) So, yeah, it was was okay. Not that impressed with the Predator, though. So uh, that's where I stand with the the prior movies. How about y'all? Will, what do you...
0: What's your uh, have you seen all these? Or
2: I want to say, yeah, probably I've seen just about all of these
1: in, at one point or another. Now, can I recall anything from any of them?
0: <laughs> probably not, other uh, than maybe the first, well, definitely the first one. I think everybody remembers definitely that one. the first
1: one. Yeah. Uh, main thing I remember from the second one is, is the fact that Danny Glover was in it, but I'm pretty sure I saw that not too long after it came out, like after it came to VHS, and that's probably the last time I saw it. I love so the, that kind of tells you how long that's
0: been. I love the second one. Is a, a dystopian Los Angeles in the year 1997? <laughs> it's like, man, like this movie came out in 1990. They only went seven years in the future, but like that Los Angeles went to complete shit in seven years. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, like it's like it, it is crazy. I mean, you just have you made, to, you mean it, it was like, it was like it. Los Angeles
2: 2022 even? You know? Yeah, like no,
0: like even today, it's not as bad as this, it's like fucking crazy. Yeah. It's like Demolition Man, you know, like, but at least that was like a little bit further in the future. What, uh,
1: what hobby did they get? Are
0: you talking about like in, uh, uh Demolition Man where they're, uh, yeah. <laughs> Taco Bell won the restaurant wars and
1: <laughs> and you got to
0: use the three seashells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that speaking of which, that is definitely one we need to get on like Colt corner or something. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I love the <laughs> yeah,
2: <Man>. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyways. Um, Donnie, what about you? What, what, like. Prior to this, have you seen all these? Or
3: I missed uh, Predators with uh, Adrian Brody. I don't think I've seen that.
0: I haven't seen it since it came out. Because I want to say I went to the theater and saw that. If not, I saw it, like sure after was, it came out. Pretty sure I was with you. Yeah, probably. When you saw probably. It, yeah. I think we went and saw that. And like I remember at the time, like enjoying it. But it's not as good as, in, you know, yeah, you know, like you know the first two or whatever. You know, that it, it definitely not the first one. But I, I think it's like it's kind of like Smoke said about uh, the Predator. It's kind of a fun popcorn flick you know there's there's some elements of comedy to it and it's not you know completely terrible now that's my memory of it i might go back and watch it now like jesus what was i thinking you know but i'm sure we'll get to them all eventually but uh i recently watched predator the original again and man that that's mm-hmm. like that that movie's perfect it's like the perfect yeah. Yeah. The perfect action sci-fi sci-fi <laughs> flick man yeah. and the
2: <laughs> casting that movie was awesome was just on point <laughs> yeah
0: oh yeah 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 no doubt it's it's a great movie, um, but here we are. We're we're uh, up to date with uh, you know the new one. Now with this one, they they they, you know they pull the old switcheroo, and this was actually a prequel. Matter of fact, it's what three hundred years ago, give or take a couple years. Mm-hmm. I think it was like seventeen nineteen. I think it was the year of this. Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, so yeah, they go way back, and you know just on premise alone, that's that's pretty interesting, and, and it should be something that like some other franchises should kick around this kind of concept, this idea. Of, like, maybe say the alien franchise. Just take, like, just take, like, an alien, like a xenomorph, and just plop it down in feudal Japan or some shit. You know, like, it would make, (laughs) it would be interesting. You know, like, that kind of thing.
1: Uh, sir, they did that. They created the human race.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Now, see, that's another thing, too, the alien franchise. I'm like, I'm a couple behind on that. Like, I haven't watched any of that, like those newer ones, like Prometheus, and for whatever, and I love those movies. But just for whatever reason, I haven't sat down and watched any of those. But not to get too far off on a tangent, but you get the point. Like, I think that in premise alone, whether you know, we'll get to the whether we like this movie or not, uh, you know, how it how it came out and our ratings and all that. We'll get to that at the end. But just in premise alone, this is you got to admit this is pretty fucking original.
3: Yeah, I like the, um, you know, and I, I know we'll we'll get to the, uh, you know, everything about. What we like, what we didn't, and all that. I like the representation. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't really, uh, yeah, there are some, you know, Native American uh, protagonist horror movies out there. You know, as far as, like, big budget, not many. So, you know, representation, that's, you know, it's important.
0: And there's a, other, yeah. a couple other cool layers to this that we'll get into here in just a second, mm-hmm. you know, about that aspect of it with the, the Comanche and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, but before we get any deeper, I guess we'll go ahead and go into the background of it here, you know, before we get, so we can just start talking about the movie. By the way, this, this movie is also it has two other titles. One's a working title and one was an informal title. The working title of this was Skulls. Now, apparently, that I think the, the thinking there, one thing that I read in an interview, I think it was with Dan Trachtenberg, who uh, was the director of the movie. I think the idea kind of at first was to steer away from the Predator. Like, don't let on this has anything to do with Predator whatsoever. So it would be called skulls, and you know you'd you would only know something about like it's a Comanche warrior going after some you know like going after something. You wouldn't know anything about it, but I guess you know eventually you know you know how these things work. Word leaks out, blah blah blah. Mm. Um, but it did have another informal alternative title of just Predator Five. So I think uh, I think just landing on prey. You know I thought I thought that was a pretty wise uh, title choice. It did. That was cool. It debuted July twenty first of this year, twenty twenty two. At the Comic-Con International Independent Film Festival, which is a part of San Diego Comic-Con. But it didn't get released on Hulu until this month, August 5th, 2022. And it was produced by 20th Century Studios, Davis Entertainment, and Lawrence Gordon Productions. Which, obviously, Disney, right? Because Disney owns 20th Century Studios. So, at its root, it's Disney, but kind of a studio arm. And it was distributed by Hulu here in the U.S. I think it had a, another dis- distributor too, you know, internationally. But here in the U.S., Hulu. Uh, of course, it's rated R. Total runtime of one hour, 39 minutes. On IMDb, it's listed as an action slash adventure slash drama. found it funny they didn't put the word horror in there anywhere. But, you know, it's it's, it's not a, mm-hmm. a straightforward horror movie, but there are horror elements to it, I guess. Yeah. You know? So there is that. Uh, it was filmed around Calgary, Alberta, Canada from February 16th to September 13th of 2021. So last uh, well over a year ago. I, I would imagine from February to September, there must have been a couple of delays in there, maybe due to COVID and stuff like that, because that seems like a long so,
3: yeah, time period. Yeah, that's, a, that's like an eight-month
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's eight that's, month a, that's a pretty long window, so th- there must have been yeah. some delays there for one reason or another. The dog in the movie. I, I can't remember what the dog's name is, but uh, the idea of the dog companion in the movie was inspired by Mad Max 2. So I, I th- uh, One little random thing I saw. Uh, that, that. Sorry? I, that was
3: interesting. I think... Or Sari or the name of the dog. Uh, I
0: I don't even Saudi? remember. I don't even remember seeing it anywhere. No. I, I do remember too. Like apparently, like uh, seeing something that apparently they kind of wrote more of the dog in once they realized they mm-hmm. had a good working dog. So <laughs> <laughs> like, well this this dog is pretty good. Let's let's get more dog in this movie. <laughs> but I, I found it interesting though that the uh, the whole basically the whole concept of the dog even being there, like the dog companion, was from Mad Max Two. But you're getting back to the Comanche part of it, the whole cast went back afterwards, I guess, and dubbed the movie in Comanche, Comanche language, which you yeah. can go on Hulu and I guess Disney Plus overseas and watch the Comanche uh, language version if you want to. I would imagine, you know, obviously, unless you understand Comanche, then it would <laughs> it would have uh, uh, subtitles. But yeah, I thought I, th- I thought it was interesting that they got the whole cast to go back and like redub their parts in Comanche for this. Cause apparently there was the idea too of like, well, we're going to speak Comanche and then eventually like kind of flip over to, to the English language for people to understand. But apparently there, that was kind of their creative choice. And so now let's just, you know, let's just do it this way and then we can, you know, dub it in later. So that's the way they played it, but still it's pretty cool. I mean, like, I think it's yeah. how many, how many movies are dubbed in Comanche. So that's pretty cool. Right.
2: Absolutely. The only thing is I wonder, I wonder if they, uh, the dialogue. One thing that kind of weird about the dialogue is that they're like, you know, it's back in 1719, 17, whatever. But the way they speak in English, anyways, is very modern. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean? as as the... <laughs> so I'm wondering if the dubbing language correct to the time period, or did they just dub what they were speaking in English? You know what I mean?
0: Well, th- then there is that 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 uh, that little bit of the fact that, like, I think they say they're in the Great Northern Plains here, and apparently the Comanche weren't up there. Like, you know, true, if you were being realistic, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were, they were more of like down in the New Mexico and stuff, right? Like down that kind of general vicinity. So then there is details, that aspect. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just brush over that. But either way, I, I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, once again, this is getting into something that we can get more into later, but I think it was, uh, the look of it and it was well shot and everything too. You know, it was, it was,
2: it, you know, it was pretty, we were uh, commenting on it while I was watching it that, uh, I don't know why they didn't, like, release this in the theaters, really. you know, I mean, because they could have. They got... I mean, they, you know, nothing value was good enough that it could have been in theaters. But.
0: You would think, like, they got to be kicking themselves in the ass a little bit on that one because, the next point that I have, this turned out to be the most watched premiere of any movie or television series in Hulu history. So this, is thing, this thing has been wildly successful yeah. for Hulu. And, and you know, and I'm sure that, you know, there's a measure of success there <laughs> for them. But, yeah, you would have to think... Uh, with the, you know, I haven't heard really almost anything negative about it com- coming in, you know, before I watched it. And uh, after seeing it, yeah, you'd have to agree that on some level, they got to be kicking themselves in the nuts. Like, damn it, we should have put this out in theaters. <laughs>
1: Hopefully it's drove enough people to to subscribe, at least to, you know, help pay for the movie. I mean, you know, I like. I'm sure it did. HBO, uh, Paramount, like all of them, you know, did that somewhat during the pandemic. Yeah. So, I'm sure this is going to push some people to, you know, re-look at uh, Hulu as a, as a option to, uh, you know, stream home. Yeah, I mean, and-
0: I, like I said, I'm sure there's some measure of success for Disney and Hulu and all that stuff just releasing it this way. Uh, we just don't see the numbers for that like we do for theater box office numbers, you know. But um, I'm sure they're getting paid either way. I'm, I'm sure they're not crying that hard about it. It just... It just seems like Smoke said that, like, there could have been something there. And I, I bet you anything, like, this based on this success, how much you want to bet it does get some small uh, window of theater release at some point. Be released a little
2: bit later, yeah. yeah, Maybe.
0: It was directed by Dan Trachtenberg, uh, who would best be known from 10 Cloverfield Lane. He also did a couple episodes of, uh, uh, or I think one episode of Black Mirror. And uh, he did, I think, I want to say if it wasn't the first, it was one of the first episodes of The Boys, that series on Amazon Prime. He directed one of those. Uh, he was uh, he, Before all this, though, he was known as one of the hosts of the Totally Rad Show podcast, which apparently was a very highly successful podcast back in kind of the early days of, you know, podcasting, like 10 plus years ago. It was written by Patrick Asen, uh who would best be known from that series that was on Fox Wayward Pines. And it was a story by Dan Trachtenberg and Patrick Ason, but it was obviously based on characters by Jim and John Thomas, you know, the brothers that created and you know, wrote the first Predator movie. Uh, it stars Amber Mid Thunder as Naru. Uh, other than this, she would—I'm uh, I'm sure her star is going to shoot to the roof after this. Mm. Uh, but she was in the, uh, the FX series Legion. Uh, that series Roswell, New Mexico. She had a, a good long run on that. That's probably where most people would recognize her most from before this. Uh, Dakota Beavers as Tabe. This is his first project. You know, that's the dude that plays uh, her brother. This was the first yeah. thing that this dude's been in. And uh, let's see, Dane DeLegro as, as the Predator, he had some uh, smaller parts in American Horror Stories. Uh, there was a Netflix series called Sweet Home. He was in that. So really, as far as the cast, I mean, that that's your main cast right there. Of course, there's other people that, you know, come in and out, and they're all victims of the Predator, so to speak. But that's your main core cast right there. Um, anything else you guys wanted to add before we dive into it?
1: The uh, first, um, they use a lot of practical effects in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, But the the one thing that I watched that I thought was kind of interesting about that is uh, anytime that the guy that was in the Predator suit was fighting, if he's ever looking directly at somebody, that means that the actor is looking straight at the ground. He could not see anything that he was doing. (laughs) And honestly, he couldn't even hear anything that was going on, uh, with the exception of an earpiece in his ear. Wow. Because there were so many motors and and so much stuff around his eyes and, and ears. For the most part, he was flying blind through a good majority of the movie.
0: Well, luckily he didn't have any dialogue, right? So it's just right more of a more of an emoting type of thing.
1: And then this, you know, it's just kind of funny how often it's used. The uh, the Wilhelm scream is in this movie as well. <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course.
2: Oh yeah before we before we get too far into it, I guess too is like uh, like Donnie was saying, it's good to see a uh, Native American themes back in a horror movie because you don't get too much of that. No. Not just horror, but movies in general, but especially horror. Like the ones I can think of, the last one I can think of, and it, it was a sucky movie, was The Darkness. That had a uh, Kevin Bacon in it. I don't know if y'all mm-hmm. saw that. Saw that in a the theater. And it, mm-hmm. I was hoping for it because, I, like I said, I like I love stuff like The Manitou, Wolfen, played around with Native American folklore and themes and stuff. I was hoping to get something like that with Darkness, and you didn't, and, and, and that movie unfortunately sucked. And then this one came along. This is the first one I can think of since The Darkness that got back to like Native American themes in a horror movie.
3: Let's all go to the lobby to
0: get ourselves a treat. For you listeners of the All-American Spook Show podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. So I went over to Audible and I just typed in The Predator to see what would come up. And lo and behold, we have a handful of things that are actually tied to The Predator. Um, you've got The Predator by Christopher Golden and Mark Moore, Mark Morris. Yeah, that is seven hours, almost, basically almost eight hours long. You've got The Predator, Hunters and Hunted by James A. Moore. That one is uh, almost seven hours long. And uh, let's see, you've got Predator If It Bleeds by Brian Thomas Schmidt. Uh, that one is over 12 and a half hours long. It's the part of the Rage War series, so there's... There's a number of these things, like Predator Stalking Shadows, Predator Incursion. Uh, Some of these are Audible exclusives, Alien vs. Predator Armageddon, The Rage War Book 3. So yeah, there's a good handful of uh, Predator-related things over on Audible. So uh, if any of that sounds like floats your boat or if you're a huge fan of the Predator series, you can go over to audibletrial.com slash spookshow to download your free audiobook today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash spookshow for your free audio book. So uh, here lately, we've been going over to IMDb and just looking out the, looking up the plot summaries. And there's only one here, but I think this will kind of get the point across. And, you know, I'm sure once we have a round table discussion here in a minute, we'll kind of fill in some of the blanks, but the origin story of the predator in the world of the Comanche nation, 300 years ago, Naru, a skilled warrior fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to land on earth. That pretty much sums it up, right?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Not really yeah. a wide array of things to add to that, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's pretty much the premise. Like, a, a Predator lands here on Earth. You're in the year 1719 in the Great Northern Plains. Uh, a Comanche tribe uh, basically has to deal with this thing. And, uh, you know, we see how it ends in the end. Since I, I was the one that brought this to the table, I guess I should uh, start it off. What do, I guess, basically, you got the usual use of the Predator in a Predator movie in the sense of, like, he's invisible for a good portion of it. What do you think about how they did that in this movie, how it looked? the special effects and everything, did anything in particular stand out? I'll toss to you first, Smoke.
2: Yeah, I thought, uh, well, first, one of the first things you notice is whenever he does use his weapon is it's not as advanced as in the first Predator movie because he's using some sort of dart or whatever they're made, whatever metallic, whatever they're made of in the Predator's world. It's not the blaster thing like it was in the first movie that just like blew people's arms off and things and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, So that's one of the things you notice. The other thing is his armor's a little different, right, as far as his his what do you call that effect? The the uh I the, want to call it cloaking, but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, his yeah.
2: or his invisibility thing or whatever. Was a little bit different the way it works. I guess they're trying to like show that there's some. It, for, it for, for their the yeah, for their for, for their
0: alien technology, it is somewhat primitive to what it turned into.
2: Yeah, of course. To, yeah, yeah, to what it would be later. in the first in the fourth and second part of the movie by yeah. that time. Yeah. Uh, one of the really cool things before I forget about it too was that uh, I loved when it uh, in that scene where. It killed that wasn't the bear he killed the predator was killing and then the blood of the animal was like yeah. pouring over him and yeah. it was revealing you know because he was cloaked or whatever and it was revealing him that was cool
3: yeah, so yeah the, that was
2: awesome. And, uh, predator effects in here so that one is in his look of his 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 face and everything and I guess that thing he was wearing was a piece of armor even though at first it kind of looked like it's some kind of bone looking thing right different very again very different than the metallic looking armor of the predator and the the yeah,
0: like I said, for them, kind of like a primitive look, kind of you know for yeah, yep. as primitive as it's going to get, you know, so far in this movie series. Yeah,
2: that, that, that's what that, I thought. That whole scene
0: with the bear too, that was kind of like the first big, real cool scene to me. Uh, you know, because yeah. it's kind of a slow build up to that point. Yeah. yeah, you see him kind of lurking in the shadows. You know, he's there. You're not really you're not really seeing anything much go on outside of that one scene where the snake eats the mouse. Then it turns around because like, even though you can't see the predator, he knows he's there. And he strikes at him, and then he just, you know, slices it up. <laughs> that was about the only well, yeah, cool that's, thing that's, leading up to that point.
2: Yeah, that scene kind of reminded me of, you know, it was it's was a little bit cheesy, but it, but it kind of gives, you know, it conveys the predator prey theme, But yeah. it kind of reminded me of something like out of uh, Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace, when they're underwater. There's always a bigger fish, you know, bloom, bloom, yeah, bloom.
0: yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was thinking through <laughs> the uh, what do they the, the circle of life, however you want to frame it, that kind of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. a little ant, the ant gets eaten by the mouse, the mouse gets eaten by the snake, and then the snake tries to attack the predator and the predator kills it. And that was another thing too, the snake, (laughs) dude, the predator was there because the snakes based on, they, they, they attack based on sense of heat anyway. (laughs) So it sensed something was there, even though it couldn't see it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So there, there is kind of that, that side of it too, that like, that's how the predator sees things too, is like the snake, you know, that bear, that bear kind of stuck out to me as like, it didn't look, I'm not going to say it looked fake, but you could tell it wasn't real. It
2: was very very much CG. I mean, you know, not the terriblest, but yeah, you could definitely tell it was CG, and you know, that's just what they're going to do now. Back in the day, they would have had to have a trained bear and hope it didn't attack anybody or maul anybody.
0: (laughs) That, and that that was a super hyper-aggressive bear, too. Like, like, it was (laughs) just really fast and just really all over the place. Like, bears are usually more lumbering than that. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, and when it would, you know, Well, this is kind of going back a little bit, but um, uh, as soon as I saw the dog, I'm like, of course, they're going to kill that fucking dog. (laughs) I I, I immediately thought they were going to kill the dog, and then the bear scene came up. I said, here it is. They're going to kill the fucking dog. They even set it
0: up like the dog was going to sacrifice itself for like with that bear. It kind of did, you know, like he kind of like ran around the corner and got the bear to, you know, go that way. And then it kind of chased her, chased it back toward her. So I guess she could square up and, uh, you know, fight the bear or whatever.
2: That that whole scene too was it, it probably the whole movie. That's probably the main scene that gives you a sense of fear for whatever for the dog for the for the actress, not, yep. not just the bear. But then you know she's not going to kill by the bear. But the predator, you know, when she was trying to when the predator discovered the bear and then they're fighting and then the predator knew she was there, kind of thing. You got a little bit of a fear, like kind of like you did in the first Predator movie when it was stalking everybody in that one. Yeah, but. The rest of the movie, there really wasn't any of that level of horror, or I guess you'd say, that horror element of mm-hmm. being fearful for the character or whatever. The rest of it was more action oriented and everything. Yeah. Fun, but. That's
0: really before she knew what the hell was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I yeah. think once she kind of got a grasp of, all right, this thing is real. It's, it's something I don't know what it is, but I'm going to fight this fucking thing. You know, up to that point, yeah. she wasn't really, you know, she didn't know what she was up against.
2: Yeah. Well, and
1: also, you know, like, she was she was the only one throughout the movie that was, you know, paying attention to things. So, you know, kind of going back to uh, what Smoke said about, you know, the, the fear through the rest of the movie. I mean, it looked like she picked up pretty quickly, you know, like, this is a, for lack of a better word, a predator. And if it's not, you know, going after something to eat it, which, you know, clearly it wasn't, uh, it, it's not going to chase anything that's not worth
0: well, now, that you know, that right. that whole thing, you're right, and that whole thing's been a theme since day one with the Predator series. Basically, if you don't have a weapon, he's not going to mess with you. As soon as he, I mean, it's not entirely true, there have been moments throughout the series probably where he took somebody out just because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing, but, like, for the most part, they've always set it up like, basically, if you've got a weapon, he's, he's going to take you out, but if you don't have a weapon, he's probably going to ignore you because you're not a threat. Right. You know? And that was also, once again, that was kind of one of the running themes of this movie was that, you know, that whole, like, you know, men don't see women as a threat kind of thing. It's kind of, mm. they were kind of playing off of that a little bit, like, well, maybe, maybe not a little bit, a lot of bit, you know, <laughs> like, well, he, he doesn't see me as a threat because I'm a woman is basically what was going on there for, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't worried about her.
1: And neither yeah. was the rest of the tribe. I and mean, you know, it yeah, was exactly. a, a, like you said, a running threat theme through the entire movie.
0: Yeah. And that—that's really her whole motivation, right? Was to prove to prove everybody wrong. Like, you know, I'm not just another woman in the tribe, so to speak. I'm—I no. uh, want to be a warrior. I'm just like—I'm just like—I'm—I'm I'm just as good, if not better, than any of these dudes.
2: Some of those action scenes were kind of. <laughs> I don't think she was using Comanche techniques when she was jumping. All, I think she was using some uh, '70s martial arts kung fu techniques <laughs> when she was <laughs> doing the off the trees and then the tomahawk with the rope thing that you that was made cool. from, <laughs> Made for some cool action scenes, but you know. <laughs> It, it definitely took me out of it a little bit into it, like, whoa, there's some damn master of the flying guillotine action
0: going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was good with that fucking axe on the rope. You know? yeah.
1: <laughs> that that. yeah, I agree. Like, that was one of the things that kind of took me out of the movie as it was going on was like, uh, okay, so she's throwing an axe and it's going where she wants it to, even though there's a rope connected to the end of it. Okay. And then when she yanks it back,
2: she catches it in the right spot every time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They they kind of went a little bit too fast with the training. I mean, she she literally made the rope thing for the act, and then she's maybe two minutes later, she's always already like throwing it in one tree yeah. and then using the rope to pull it out of that tree into another tree. Yep. And they catch it. <laughs> so yeah, they were they they kind of skipped over the the training. I guess they needed to you know get to the rest of the plot, yeah, the action and all that. It just
0: reminded me of the uh, the quicksand or whatever that whatever that was, a bog or whatever the hell that was. Yeah, I think it was yeah. mud. Yeah, I guess it's just a, a ball, like a boggy, muddy spot or whatever. Yeah. Like uh, I'm thinking the whole time, yeah, this is coming back. This is foreshadowing. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> and sure enough.
2: I mean, that was well, very much time. a odd, uh, of course, to the first movie. You know, the Schwarzenegger in the mud. That first scene, as soon as she like, I mean, as soon as it happened I know, oh, okay, she's coming out in mud cover. And then she went and leaned against that tree root thing. I'm like, <laughs> it's like yep. a straight up nostalgic, you know. Oh
0: yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> it's a straight they, they, rip. They did do a, a good bait
1: and switch there, because honestly, what I expected with that is for her to at some point dive into it, and then just do like a straight recreation of the scene with Schwarzenegger towards the end of the movie.
0: Yeah, where he like covered himself with the mud, and like, that was how yeah. he was kind of uh, able to hide his heat signature, I guess, kind of, Yeah, from the predator. Yeah.
2: But then they went in a different direction and made it that uh, what was I can't remember the name of it, but that orange flower, orange whatever. Oh, I don't remember what they but called that, it. Their temperature, body temperature lowered it so that the predator couldn't see their heat heat signal or whatever.
0: That's why she gave it to the uh, the guy too, right? That it helped her. The one of the French uh, fur traders oh, yeah.
2: or whatever they were. No, i have not. Y'all, I don't think. Have y'all seen? Uh, this is totally off the mark, but the French people in that movie reminded me of this. Have you ever seen uh trade part? What's the, the creators of South Park, Trey Matt and Trey? Uh
0: huh. Trey Parker, uh, Matt Stone,
2: Cannibal, the yep, Cannibal the musical, one of their first, the first live action movie they ever did.
0: No, I, I never have. I mean, I've heard of it, that. but I've never watched it.
2: It's, it's funny. I mean, it's their first thing, and it's you know, it's it's a lot of first issues, problems, or whatever that came along. But it was still funny as hell. But they there were some trappers, and there were French trappers in that movie. Of course, it's a you know it's their movie, so it's very much comedic and parody and all that yeah, stuff. When yeah. I saw them and they, the way they were talking and everything, <laughs> and that took me out of it a little bit and made me think of the the Trappers. And, you know, there that is a musical, that Cannibal the Musical is a musical. And the, the Trappers have a song, and I kept, ex- not really expecting, but I kept, you know, it'd be hilarious if they just busted into the Fur Trapper song, Cannibal the Musical. It, it kind of
0: yeah. reminded me a little bit of uh, Chris Farley's last movie, Almost Heroes, which is, by the way, <laughs> one of the most <laughs> underrated movies of the dude's career, his very last one. But uh, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit, just, you know, the, the whole, because that was kind of the whole the same era. You know, they were, the way they were dressed, and there was, I think there was a couple of, like French fur trader guys or something in their crew or whatever. Kind of reminded me of that.
2: But that, why is it always French fur traders? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, Three I don't movies know. now. I don't <laughs> know.
0: But that, but that whole scene though, getting back to prey, that whole scene with uh, where the predator just lays waste to all those guys, do that. That's one of the best. You know, other than maybe the final battle.
3: You know, oh, yeah. the final battle. With that, Red, uh, that's one of the best scenes sh- in the movie. That uh, where he had him in the, in the chokehold. Yeah. Uh, chokehold and then uh, the shield decapitation. Oh, yeah. Just that was just, awesome. Yeah.
0: Everything he was doing there, like all the weapons he's deploying and just laying them, lay, you know, left and <laughs> right, laying them the ways. I
3: but, would say if there was ever a funny part, uh, it would be when they shot him with those muskets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's and then
0: what? they kind of sit there for, like, what, a minute and a half and, like,
3: reload. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That, when he sets off those little, sp- uh, for lack of – knowing what the hell of those things are. Those little spaceships that, like, float in front yep. of the guys, and then they just laser, just basically just cuts, cuts everybody in half. That was pretty or was funny. It wasn't a phantasm orb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> phantasm! <laughs> no, not quite. But okay. I was thinking more of uh, the, uh oh, shit, the little alien spaceships from Batteries Not Included. Oh, they, oh yeah. Uh, they, <laughs> they come floating up and then just killer lasers that just cut everybody in half but i was also sitting there thinking like you know that's kind of the way you would react to something like that if you had no fucking idea what this thing is in front of you you know what i mean like you're this is the year 1719 they've got no frame of reference for anything even close to this so that would basically probably be your reaction to it would just be staring at it like not running (laughs) just staring at it like what the fuck and then
1: (laughs) and i did think that one scene was perfect because like pretty much everybody's just sitting there but one guy's like
0: i don't (laughs) know about
1: this Uh,
2: yeah
0: it was the the big dude with the beard right i think he's the one that like (laughs) he skadooed it out of there
2: (laughs) that was about that whole scene was what it it was almost like it was a post-apocalyptic sense to that scene. i don't know why the trees it was was like was it a forest fire going on i mean there was like things floating around it's all gray and like yeah yeah, it's I don't very, know. What, what did I miss there?
0: I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking back on that now. Did I miss something? Like, what was burning? Like, was it just...
2: Yeah, I, I thought, man, was there a fire going on in the floor? I mean, there was no fire, no fire, but it looked like some sort of... I don't know if it was supposed to be fog. I don't know. It was just... It was an oddly looked, it looked cinematography.
0: It was. It looked cool, though, because, you know, Pred, Predator's got his, uh, uh, his invisibility cloak thing on, and then, like, the embers yeah. are, like, hitting it so you can... It's almost like, you know, like you could see like yeah. a side of them or something. It,
3: but so wasn't it like, uh, I mean, because it looked like a barren, burnt out wasteland. It looked like yeah. maybe it was, you know, maybe a forest fire or something. And then, uh, But That's it's never I mean, really. That, that,
2: that yeah, they never really. I don't know if it's the idea they didn't develop or had time for. Hmm? And they just went to go in now and shoot. Or, maybe, out
0: or maybe something happened there that all four of us didn't catch. I don't know. Maybe,
1: <laughs> something, yeah. something happened there. I wonder if there's a deleted scene where they go through and. You know, all the, all the French guys set fire because clearly they had had a run-in with it at some point because, you know, they knew it was there.
0: Or maybe any of the things that he did there when he was just laying them to waste, maybe it caught something on fire. And then, like you said, for for whatever reason, they just decided to cut that out. You know, you didn't. Yeah. Maybe there's this brief little scene of like a tree catching on fire, you know, and then that would have made that make more sense, <laughs> but.
1: Well, now now everything makes sense. Uh, that bear that he killed, Smokey Smokey the Bear.
0: God damn it. Uh, (laughs) It makes sense. It all comes together now. (laughs) Only
1: you can prevent for it. He was in the middle of of saying that and and that's when he got chopped up.
0: I don't know if I don't know if that would have made this movie better or worse, you know? (laughs) Just all of a sudden Smokey Bear shows up and then the end. No conclusion. No no nothing else. Just Oh this this turned out to be the origin story of Smokey the Bear. Huh. Who knew?
2: <laughs> like you got like you, you got like bodies floating down the river, and then you got the crying Indian from the '70s PSA <laughs> yeah. ad that comes out. Yeah, <laughs> It, it
0: rolled I thought I felt though that whole scene with you know where he's just laying all those dudes out. That was one of the best ones. But you know, I guess you know, really, it all it all culminates up to Nauru's final battle with the predator after you know he takes out her brother, Tabe. And then you know that's when she flips the switch, right? She turns her hat around backwards, and she felt like a truck. And she, she felt just, like
1: a machine, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Be like
0: a truck. So, what what did you guys think of this whole final battle? Like how it played out? I mean, is it what you expected? Not what you, better than you expected? Worse? What do you think? I mean, like just the way
3: that whole final battle with the predator. And you know what? Maybe it's me, but I I did not really expect anything really because I don't I don't. I, I never watched his trailer. Uh, I didn't... You know, I didn't... I went in cold. So, uh but still, I like, thought it was even, cool.
0: Even as you're watching the movie, you knew going in cold, right? Even yeah. That, you still had to know once you started it, like, all right, this is going to culminate with him, him and exactly. her having yeah. that final battle. Mm. You know, you knew that much, at least. You know? Plus,
3: you know, the way that they... Uh, well, the... Uh, when they were talking about the uh you know the the big hunt you know you want to you want to hunt uh, it's like her brother said you want to hunt something that that's hunting you so yeah yeah i mean you knew that still yeah, i mean i thought it was cool and, and as
1: the movie's going along i mean you also see you know like she's paying attention to the helmet and you know she she knows she wants to get a hold of that helmet so you knew like after she got it that that was going to play a huge part in the the very end of the movie
0: that was pretty slick though yeah, you know how she finally took them out at the very end there, with the reflective, with like the laser or whatever, just reflecting yeah, off yeah. the helmet and.
3: <laughs> Which is exactly yeah. what the uh, sound
0: was. Yeah, they they got me to do it. I did it for the
3: movie.
0: Industrial Light and Magic called me and they needed they needed me to track that. Just some ADR. Yep, knocked it out. Yeah, I, I feel I feel it was a. a A satisfying end. Also, the fact that like after that, like she takes him out, and then she goes back to her tribe, and then like, well, we finally accept you now. How can we not? You just (laughs) fucking killed a predator. What's a predator? I don't know.
2: (laughs) The only thing I, I, as far as the ending, that you know, to go back and comparing it to the original or whatever, there was there wasn't that again. Like what I talked about the sense of fear earlier in the movie. Whenever she was the bear in the bear situation, and then the predator there wasn't any real fear at the end that she was going to not ever make it. You know what I mean? There was, there was this,
0: True.
2: Schwarzenegger finally discovered about being able to hide with the mud and all that stuff later near the end or whatever. And he found a way to defeat him that way. But up to that point, you know, you, I mean, you know, he's not going to die because of Schwarzenegger. But I mean, there was that, they still kept that fear amped up, I guess. And, in that, and, this yeah, one, and you plus know, in that
0: one too, like there's that in the very first one and think back to the first time you ever watch it, there's that sense of what the fuck just happened. You know, like <laughs> what was that, right? Like everybody's just kind of looking at each other at the end. Like, what did anybody else notice? There was a what the fuck was that? You know, like, <laughs> now that you know five <laughs> movies in, you know what the fuck that is. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know yeah, what yeah. to
2: expect. You didn't know what to expect then, at least, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So you know, as a viewer, there's there's a different feeling there. But yeah, you're right. In that movie, there was the uh, there was the feeling of uh, there is some dread there that like, well, you know, maybe he can't beat this thing. You know, you don't know if it's going to end on a positive note and granted you didn't know that here but you had to guess I watched
3: this with uh uh with Kenya and she she has never seen any of the predator movies okay. so like this was her int- introduction we're all fans of the fans of the franchise and all that we we know you know the the mud we know the uh you know uh, all the callbacks yeah all all of the Even the lines when, you know, she says, do it, do it now.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, You
3: know, I mean, you know, even the, uh, you know, if it bleeds, we can kill it. For some reason, Uh, she said,
0: get to the chopper. That was there. Yeah. Yeah. That just. Yeah. That's the only one they couldn't throw in there.
3: (laughs) If they have found a way to
0: get that in there, bravo.
3: Oh, man.
0: I know you don't understand. And she, by the way, she's talking in (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger's. Austrian. I don't know. I know you don't understand what I'm about to tell you, but get to the chopper. <laughs> and then she immediately goes back to Comanche. Yeah. Um, well, there was one last thing, you know, before we get wrap it up here. Did you guys watch not the entire credits, but through the beginning part of the credits where they're showing like mm. the the primitive yep. Native American drawings or whatever? Did you notice the very last one? Yep. It's uh, yeah, look- it's like basically hers because remember at the very end of the movie she's standing there with her tribe and she's got the staff. I guess the mm. staff symbolizes like now she's a warrior, or whatever. You know, it's like a shepherd's yeah. kind of thing. But the drawing is her standing there with that, and then you see something in the sky, and they turn around, and I think there was three, more yeah. like predators. Like ships. a large one. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, like rolling in with some, you know, lightning or whatever drawn. So yeah, like,
3: yeah.
0: uh oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I guess, I guess somehow they got to explain how, in Predator Two, they end up with the gun. Oh yes,
2: yeah. <laughs> that, also, that all right. So here, here's mm. this um, one. So oh, you get the gun. And it's, you know, given to Danny Glover or right in the end of the Predator 2 by by the old aged Predator or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. How did he get that? Now, here's my theory was, okay. after this, the Predator ship came back down and they're like, fucking Frank, man. We we left Frank down there. He got (laughs) fucked up. They killed him. God damn it, Frank. Now now they went in and had to wipe out the whole tribe and they got the gun. (laughs) That's a terrible (laughs) ending. Terrible easy, but how did they how, how did the predators get the gun?
0: Apparently, too, that that guy I can't think of the guy's name or right off the top of my head, but the guy that that gave her the gun, you know, the, the French guy that was like helping her, right?
2: <clears throat> apparently
0: yeah. he came from like a comic book prequel. <clears throat> so apparently oh. there is like some kind of like setup story from s- some while back of this guy having something to do with this prior. So there is more lineage there. And I think I even saw something where like there's I guess there's talk at least of maybe a slight another prequel or so of like let's go back and tell this guy's story kind of thing.
3: Well, there was already a uh, when the predator, you know, fought Archie. For Mar- <laughs> oh, how can we forget? <laughs> <He's> talking- <laughs> Archie versus the predator. Archie.
0: You know, there's been tons of comic, I mean, like I'm not even getting into the comic yeah. book stuff. There's been tons of comic book stuff like Batman's fought a predator, you know, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. been, uh, maybe even Superman. I mean, there's been tons of that stuff. And I think there's now there's a new Predator series by Marvel if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there you go. I, I guess I'll you know since I was the one that this was my choice, I guess I'll go ahead and give my rating first. There was a lot that I liked about this movie, not a lot that I didn't like. I'm not going to give it extremely high marks just because I think there is a there's a fine line between some of these other Predator movies, and, yeah. I, and I, I do have to take that into consideration that once we get to uh, especially the original, you know, and, and a couple others that I liked. Um, I, I didn't like this as much as the original. I'll say that, but it might be the best one since then, in my opinion. So I'm gonna go three and three quarter stars here. I really enjoyed it. And, it, and it's definitely one that I'll I will revisit one of these days. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if it's something I'll go you know way out of my way to watch, but I'd say just as much as any of the other Predator movies, I, I would watch this again. So yeah, I'm gonna go three and three quarters. So uh, Will, what do you got to say?
1: I'm gonna go three and a half. And, and very much, you know, right on the, the, the same, you know, kind of echoing your uh, sentiment. There's a lot of good stuff in this, but I wouldn't say that it was stuff that I loved. Just really solid, absolute, you know, good flick. Everybody should watch it. I, I don't think anybody's going to come back to this one and say, you know, in five years, Prey is my favorite movie.
0: I mean, there might be some people, you know, I, I think. Two, I I, I meant to add this, you know, when I was talking about it just now, that, like, I think the the, the original story here freshens things up a little bit, more so than the last, you know, handful of these movies have. None of those, none of those, you know, last couple, at least, was anything really earth-shattering original, in my opinion. It was just, they kind of existed. It was fun to watch the Predator kill some people again, you know, the end this one felt like a new fresh perspective to me. So like, I think it gets a few extra bonus points or so, you know, at least a half a star or so for me on that. But Donnie, what do you think?
3: You know, I mean, I had, I had mentioned previously about, you know, the native American representation. I, I, I'm a big fan of that. I really like that. We've discussed as well as, you know, it's been noted that, uh, practical effects. I have a huge uh, soft spot for uh, practical effects, as 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 we all do. This was it was violent, uh, but you know also paced well. And you know I'm kind of I would echo, you know your sentiments. There was a lot I liked about it, and you know not really a whole lot that I didn't like. Uh, there was, um, you know, some of the time period. A uh, eh, little inconsistencies, you know, here and there. But is it something, you know, I'm going to I'm going to you know, take it away from it for that? No. Um, but also, you know, comparing this to, to me, the uh, I mean, yeah, the original Predator is, you know, light years and like nothing can almost almost nothing can touch it in, in the franchise. But this this comes close, but it's not quite there. I'm going to echo your rating of uh, three and three quarters. I really enjoyed this,
0: Professor. It's up to you. Bring it home. Half a
2: star. No, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> 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 it uh, the premise. I love the premise. Uh, like like Donnie was saying that you know setting it with a you know Native Americans and like I said before too, it hadn't been a good horror movie that's used Native American elements since I don't know since when. I just know the last one was The Darkness and, I, and it wasn't good. But unfortunately. Uh, so it was good to see that come back. A decent job of characterization in that they they didn't just, you know, how modern, the the modern thing of like, like let's just let's just throw a woman in there and make her a badass just because, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: They did a decent job of kind of showing showing her dynamic with the tribe and then her wanting to become a hunter and all that type of stuff, rather than just saying rather than just started throwing her off in there. She's already a badass and do all this stuff and do everything. You know, she failed with the uh, the mountain lion, was it? Right, when she was trying to
0: yeah they called it a lion but it was more like a like you said a mountain lion or a cougar or something like that right
2: yeah whatever that big is a big cat or something yeah, right? yeah. And she was trying to she thought she had to she could take care of that and then it, and that failed for her and then they had to bring her back so you know it, it, i think it did a good job of that of like showing that she's not you know just completely untouchable the only thing that took me out of it like i said i mentioned the dialogue <laughs> the whole modern teenage dialogue type stuff was kind of like okay they're, they're kind of like Modern teenage Zoomers, you know, Gen Zers or something, talking about talking to each other in there in that way. So that kind of took me out of time to time. And then the, uh, as I was mentioning, the, uh, the the kung fu type element of the of the badassery of the jumping off the trees and flipping off the trees this way with the feet and and, and the tomahawk thing it was cool. It definitely made for some cool action scenes. It took me out of the, you know, not that you're looking for complete realis- realism or whatever, but. When it comes to the uh, the Native American stuff, you know, I don't I don't think they were flipping off the trees like that necessarily.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> for cool action movie stuff. It didn't have that, as I mentioned, that sense of fear. I only really felt that the way you feel it in the first movie, and even in the second movie, in certain scenes. I only felt that in that one scene with the bear and the predator, which is which is probably my favorite scene in the movie. Actually, that's my my whole favorite. That whole sequence was my favorite sequence in the film, even though it didn't have as much action as, like, the ending, the climax. You know. But I thought it was just cool, to, the predator with the bear over his head and the blood spilling over him and everything. and Just that whole that whole sequence and the pacing in that sequence is great. And the and the sense of fear and dread in there. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't carry over to the rest of the movie for me as far as that, that fear of sense and dread. But overall, it was enjoyable. I would love, wouldn't mind seeing this in the theater, like I said. Uh, maybe they'll re-release it or something. Uh, oh, that's one thing I was going to mention earlier too, was that on, I hope this isn't necessarily a, well, and it probably is to a certain degree, a uh, important bad omen whatever you want to call it of the future of films being released you know as it, because we had covid that really kicked it off with the you know streaming services movies just going straight to streaming services but i definitely see more of that happening even with big movies and to where eventually probably not too too far down the road that where the theatrical experience will almost be like a a niche market almost
0: yeah. i have <laughs> you know? a feeling where we're, people are just we're, sold- we're, we're we're heading down that yeah. road i think you're right
2: yeah of <laughs> I enjoyed it for what it was. And if I were to place this, let's say, in the, in the what I've seen of the Predator franchise, which is pretty much all except for Predator, I'd rank the first movie, of course, my favorite, then the second one, then probably this one, then the Predator, and then whichever. I, you know, the Alien and Predator movies, they're, they're all yeah, just combobulated in my that's head. Its, that's really, what it's,
0: that's its own thing over there. <laughs> you know. Those are like, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the A- I seen those, those are the red-headed stepchildren, out. so to speak.
2: Yeah. So uh, all in all, I would give, uh, I think I'm going to give it I'll give it two and three quarters, and that's not a terrible rating. It's just not, not the greatest, but not terrible. Of course, I'd watch it again. Like I said, if it comes out in the theater, I would love to see it in the theater yeah. again. So uh, just some of the things that took me out of it, like said, the uh the dialogue, not that I'm taking too many stars off for that or anything, but it, and it, and it, I thought they could have done better with the, the fear, the sense of fear and dread and horror aspect of it like they did in the first movie, and even the second movie to a certain degree. It's just that first movie is untouchable, and the second movie I really love a lot too. So that's where I stand with, I guess, two and three quarters
0: well there you go that's uh that's prey now to to wrap that part up uh the uh with that rating the consensus score for all four of us is three point four four so three point four stars pretty good out of five is uh yeah that's up that's up on the higher end of the scale i'd say you know overall so yep. we highly recommend it and i think uh the uh the usual aggregates that we talk about they agree i m d b gives it seven point two out of ten stars mm. it has a meta score on Metacritic of 71. Now that's out of a scale of a hundred. So 71 is pretty good. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it is certified fresh on the tomato meter, 93% of critics. <laughs> and the audience score is a little lower, but still pretty high, 77%. So I think overall, I think, you know, we, we generally agree with that, uh, high mark. So, uh, and there has been talk that I saw of, uh, uh, a sequel. I don't know if it'd be like a direct sequel to, uh, you know, Maybe, maybe that little breadcrumb that you saw there in the in the uh, the art credits. You know, yep. maybe that has something to do with it. Who knows? But there has been talk of it, so I guess we'll see as as time goes on. But Donnie, I guess uh, you know. Before we wrap this up, we got a few few more things left on the table, so we'll start with you. <laughs> Connections.
3: Connections <from> the <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah all right so uh you know we we talked about it earlier as we went through the you know kind of the main cast there wasn't a, a large cast here and there were mostly you know within you know with the exception of a, a few uh, most of them were relatively unknown hmm. um, so there weren't really any cast connections um, uh, but that tied back to previous Spook Show episodes. No surprise, uh, yeah. But we, you know, certainly have uh, we have one major connection. Uh, Alec Gillis uh, is part of the uh, special effects crew. He also uh, dates back to past Spook Show episodes. Uh, it from twenty seventeen, uh, The Monster Squad, uh, Annabelle Creation, The Nun, Trick or Treat from nineteen eighty six, and It Chapter Two
0: didn't think so. i'd hear that one
3: yeah never and, just,
0: that. and that's just that one
3: guy uh yes yeah, uh wow. well there was also tom woodruff jr but i think he was because uh, he dates back to uh monster squad and hmm. um you know several others but uh not as many as alec gillis does
0: that's interesting well what you got <phone rings>
1: Well, we could play pretty loose with these numbers, but I came up with uh, 32. You got the uh, Indian guy that was, you know, kind of mean to the, to the girl throughout the movie. Uh, he got shot with a couple of arrows. You had the two Indians that got repelled. Uh, the one that got stabbed in the field as they were running from the predator. Uh, you had the three Frenchmen uh, killed on the horse while they were trying to set the trap. You got uh, two guys that got clawed in the head you got the guy that um, took the net and essentially got melted. The shield decapitation guy. Oh, the the four guys from the quick uh, kill montage of uh, the Predator. You've got the French guy with the bullet ricochet. we're going to say five guys from the bombs out in the field. The girls kill montage, which I put down for uh, five guys. The stabbed French guy without the leg who eventually got it from uh, the Predator, her brother's death scene, where he eventually gets stabbed in the back. Uh, I I called him the French leader, who had his legs chopped off and then uh, uh, decapitated from the Predator, and then finally the Predator with the arrow through his head.
0: Well, there you go. So, Smoke, it sounds like you're going to have a lot of room to cover here.
2: Gore score. Yeah, like as Will broke it down with the kill count, there there was had a decent amount of uh, de- decent amount of kills and a uh, fairly decent amount of gore. That you know, predator stabbing with his with his Wolverine claws. Oh no, I mean his predator claws.
0: <laughs> we uh, don't we don't say Wolverine. Although then again, they're all in the same family now with Disney, right? So <laughs> I guess he's you a, could.
2: I think they made of Adam- adamantium or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the predator gun, unfortunately, not as uh, effectively for gore effect as the as the gun in the and the arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Be. because i like, i like said i think it would just blast your head off or whatever or blast yeah he his shot the little arrow things out of it or whatever and yeah you know, and so they had some of that some arrows going into people it in his head eye maybe yeah yeah right in his eye yeah, yeah so that that was cool but the bear the bear with again with the, one of my favorite scenes of the bear the blood drenching the predator
0: i'd completely forgot about that hey. one that will just mentioned uh the net when he when threw oh, yeah. that net at him, and then yeah, it, just, it, it just tightened up and just, like, just mince-meated the dude.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. They did have some cool kills and uh, some decent gore. And, uh, the le- like I so said, the legs get cut off, and uh, I think somebody's arm got cut off, too, didn't it? I believe. Uh, yeah,
0: well, and the Predator.
2: Yeah, and the Predator. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah it's, we got a little bit, you know, not, not way up there in the gore score, but fairly decent. I think, I, I think I'm going to go with a stick. All
0: right, so... Uh... That's pretty much where we uh, we leave this. Now, um, next week is our latest Cult Corner episode. And we're going to be... This was... We spun the wheel. We did a live stream over on our YouTube channel. We spun the wheel and we, we're making the deal. And now this, But this was Will's choice. This was his nominee on the wheel spin. And it's Memento from 2000. The uh, Christopher Nolan classic. Um, I'll give you the brief synopsis on that one. A man with short-term memory loss attempts to track down his wife's murderer. There you go. That's what we're going to be watching next week. But... Uh, we're going to go ahead and, uh, fast forward a little bit because the week after that it's Donnie's choice, episode 125 and Donnie, you have to pick an older one. And by, you know, by definition, if this is the first time you've listened to us, older ones for us are 1999 back. That's old 2000 to present is new quote unquote. So Donnie, you got the floor. What do you, what are you bringing?
3: Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, we were, uh, um, I had actually picked something else uh, prior to, um, it was actually prior to Will's choice. Uh, when Will chose uh, Evil Dead, we had, uh, gosh, we had a lineup. Uh, basically, it was uh, Evil Dead, Missing in Action, Prey. And I re- really felt like, I, um, you know, after he had ch- chosen Evil Dead and knowing that, you know, uh, we had kind of something... Uh, kind of brewing here with, uh, you know, some of these, uh, these titles. And, I memento, felt like I, and Memento got thrown in yeah, there too, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Memento as well. Um, really kind of felt like I had to step it up a little bit. So uh, <laughs> I think I did that. Um, we are going with uh, David Cronenberg's um, The Fly, 1986.
0: Ooh. Ah, hi. Yeah, we're going, we're going right for the jugular, jugular with some of these. Yeah. Get, getting some of these big ones out and we got a couple other big ones that we've been bandying about here uh, in the month of October and beyond so yeah this is we're right in the middle of it and, and this streak's gonna keep going man we're gonna we're gonna ride it until we don't because <laughs> yeah. you know eventually somebody's gonna pick one or it's just gonna the, the wheel spin's gonna land on it Whew. and it's gonna be a stinker but we it's it's kind of gotten to the point where we're we're leaving the stinkers the Crapsterpiece peace theater but every once in a while yeah. you know you know. Every once in a while, summer camp, you know, works its way in. You know what I mean? It's still going to happen. Hot chili. There's
2: movies that none of us have seen before. And, then, you know, we might go and pick one of those, not realizing that it's, you know, again, like, like summer camp or, or, hot, yeah, or hot chili. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. None of us have seen, so we can't really determine whether it's going to be a stinker or not until after we watch it. So. Sometimes you'll get a crapsie piece outside of crapsie piece.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we've, so. we've gotten pretty good at it. Uh, so yeah there you go so like like I said come back next week we're going to kick off the month of September on Labor Day with episode 124 Memento from 2000 then right after that Donnie just announced the choice we're going to watch The Fly from 1986 and uh, then right after that actually the next week episode 126 we're going to have an interview with Austin Trunick author of the uh, Canon Film Guide uh, volume 2 just came out earlier this year I think it was back in May and we're going to have him on to discuss that and talk about some other things canon related so it's kind of a quote-unquote unofficial canon fodder episode in a way uh, when we talked to him on uh, September nineteenth for episode one twenty six. So lots of cool stuff. Leading, like I said, like we've said, a tons. You know, leading up to this, lots of cool stuff leading in October because before you know it, the second annual Spook Show Awards will be upon us. So uh, thanks for listening. Drop us a positive review if if you would please over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever else. That'll help us out, and uh, we encourage you to go over to our YouTube channel. Public, patreon.com slash A Spook Show for Crapster Peace Theater, other cool stuff. Uh, the wheels are spinning. So uh, until next time, for Will, Donnie, Professor Smoke, I'm Josh. We are the All American Spook Show Podcast, and we will talk to you next week.